as Sarah introduced earlier, I am Rob. Um, if you don't know me, then I was reading my Bible earlier in the week, and it confirms, I think, what I and what most of you know. I am awesome. <laughs> so I'm thinking of perhaps getting a, um, updating my selfies, um, and perhaps putting a new picture on my Facebook page, perhaps. Um, so, Rob, um, where it is true, I think you are awesome, um, being your wife. Um, I'm just wondering why you think you might be awesome. Um, uh, there's quite a few things. Um, for a start, <laughs> um, I'm quite a good driver. Um, I've never actually run over anybody. Not fully. Um, and I'm also quite a good whistler as well. I don't know if you know. Um, Alan Sansom has been giving me some lessons. Okay, so as you say, there are some things that you are good at, some skills that you might have, but does that make you really awesome? It's not just about my skills, really. Um, I've, got a, I've got a little plus card. Um, I've got a dog as well. Um, so I've got a lot of stuff, you know, that um, I think people look up to because I've got the... Okay, so, so you might own a few things. Does this make you valuable? Hmm. So Rob has things that are valuable to him. Rob has things that are of, of worth. Does this make him amazing, awesome? What does it say in the Bible? I think that's always a good place to start, really. You know, if Rob's saying he's awesome, and I don't want to doubt that because I am his wife, and I think he is quite incredible. But what does the Bible say? Um, so if we can have the video clip, please. So you know all about me. You know when I sit down and when I get up. You know my thoughts before I think them. You know where I go and where I lie down. You know everything I do. Lord, you know what I want to say even before the words leave my mouth. You are all around me, in front of me and behind me. I feel your hand on my shoulder. I am amazed at what you know. Tis too much for me to understand. Your spirit is everywhere I go. I cannot escape your presence. If I go up to heaven, you will be there. If I go down to the place of death, you will be there. If I go east where the sun rises, or go to live in the west beyond the sea, even there you will take my hand and lead me. Your strong right hand will protect me. Suppose I wanted to hide from you and said, surely the darkness will hide me. The day will change to night and cover me. Even the darkness is not dark to you. The night is as bright as the day. Darkness and light are the same. You created every part of me. You put me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because you made me in such a wonderful way. I know how amazing that was. You saw my bones grow as my body took shape, hidden in my mother's womb. You saw my body grow each passing day. You knew that I was there. You saw me before I was born. 
All the days planned for me were written in your book before any of them ever began. Your thoughts are beyond my understanding. They cannot be measured. If I could count them, they would be more than all the grains of sand. And when, when I, I wake, wake up, I am, I am still, still with you. Okay, so, so I am still awesome, um, but it's because I'm wonderfully and fearfully made and designed by God. But looking at that video, I'm not sure about the fearfully bit. Um, I mean, I know I can be scary to some people because I'm quite a dominating presence in the room. Um, but yeah, I don't know about the fearfully bit. I think that's always a good question to um, ask. We are looking <coughs> this morning at Psalm 139, um, and in particular verses 13 to 14. And it says, For you created me, sorry, you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. Now, when I was telling um, Oscar what we were doing this morning, his first reaction was, Fearfully, what, what, why have I got to be afraid? And I think it's always good. We can often hear words from the Bible, um, and we think we know what they mean, but we don't always question them. And I think questioning, what does fearfully mean? So I'm asking the question. Does anybody have an idea? Fearfully, not necessarily in this context, but if you were to hear the word fearful, what would you think? I'm scared. Okay, anybody else feeling scared if they hear the word fearful? Sammy, what about you? If I were to say fearful to you, would you think scared? Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's quite true. We often would think of being scared. Okay, so in, I thought I'd look in the um, dictionary. Definition is um, in an anxious manner or apprehensively. So okay, let's put that in. I praise you because I am anxiously and wonderfully made. I am apprehensively and wonderfully made. That doesn't make sense, does it, really? Because also, we've got to ask ourselves, God made us. So does that sound right about who God is? I don't think of God as being apprehensive or anxious in any way. Therefore, fearfully can't be being scared. But what does it mean? So another word for fearful is extremely, remarkably, exceptionally. So I am remarkably and wonderfully made. I'm extremely, exceptionally, wonderfully made. So that gives us a bit more context of being wonderfully made. And if we are wonderfully made, we are made by an awesome creator. If we were to meet somebody who'd made something awesome, what would we think of that person? We were like, wow, that is incredible what you've made. I am in awe of that. Are we in awe of what God has made? Are you in awe of what God has made you? You are awesome. Yeah, we're going to go into a song, but just to give you a quick overview, the reason that we're looking at this passage at the moment is because we realize that a lot of people, especially today, seem to have 
a low regard for themselves. There seems to be a lot of issues with mental health, um, which is not how God wants us to be. So it's really today we wanted to get down to that truth and to try and get it to sink in. So it's not just reading the words. It's trying to get an actual, a real grasp of it that actually changes our lives when we walk out of here as well. Father, I thank you that we are your children. And I am no longer a slave to fear. I might not always feel like that, but that is the truth. Thank you, Father. May you come and talk to each one of us now, Lord. Holy Spirit, open our ears to hear what it is you have to say to us individually and as a whole. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Now, we're going to go into um, a little bit of, bit of a talky bit. Um, so I wanted to invite any young children, people, whoever, you're more than welcome to come and join me down here. We've got a number of sheets to colour in. We've got a stack of Lego where we can be creative. And you can create all sorts, whether you want to recreate the verse that we saw earlier. Um, I just wanted to put a disclaimer in, actually, for that video that we saw. I'm not sure I'm going to have AM angels' wings like that in heaven. Who knows? But, um, and Godopedia, we all know it's the Bible, obviously. But I think that was just, just wanted a few disclaimers there. Um, so this is a family service, and we are the family of God. Um, and we wanted to take this opportunity to get to know a bit better people within the church um, so you don't have to look too scared I'm not going to pick on anybody in particular apart from Jack <laughs> um, so Jack um, if you'd like to come up here <clears throat> um, so I'm not sure how many of you have already met Jack um, um, I'm going to ask him a few sort of deep questions just to sort of pull out his innermost being um, <clears throat> so yes we're thinking about in the family service possibly doing this slot where we're doing a getting to know the family slot um, where hopefully we'll, we'll get to know a few more people who've been coming along a bit better um, and get them to speak out from the front of the church just to show that it's not as frightening as it might seem to be. Um, so yes, let me get my list of questions out. Um, so Jack, how long have you been coming along to the Apex? I've been coming to the Apex for almost two years now. So a while. So you've got to know the quality coffee the decent biscuits we give out, and Sarah's amazing cakes. Um, so yes, diving a bit deeper now, what's your um, favourite children's TV programme? That's a, it's been a while actually, I don't really watch much TV. It's been a while since I've seen any TV actually. Um, 
Are we talking Bill and Ben flowerpot men in black and white? Or we... not, not, quite, not quite that old, not quite that old. <laughs> magic roundabout, probably. I remember that as far as I go back. The magic roundabouts as far as I go back. Yeah, classic. Um, and the other searching question I've got. Um, if you had a choice, would you prefer to have no hair or hair all over? Well, there's, there's a bit of scripture that comes to my mind, isn't it? God knows every single hair that's on our heads. And so um, I think with, with the excessive bleaching that I did in my youth, I'm kind of making God's job a lot easier. So <laughs> That's a good retort. Four miles for that one. Um, and also, I talked to Jack earlier this week um, and told him what we were going to be talking about, um, that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Um, and just to give Jack a, few, a chance to just to share some of his heart for some of that as well. Um, so yeah, Jack, you would like to share a little bit? Thank you very much, Rob. Um, wow. <laughs> First and foremostly, um, do you know what? It's, a, it's an absolute privilege to be here. And I didn't think um, two years ago I was in a very different situation. And it's, it's beautiful to see everyone's just smiley faces and like, to be able to look people in the eye. Because um, a long period of my time, I was frightened to like, look people in the eye because of the amount of shame and the guilt and the things that I'd kind of carried with me for a long period of time. And um, first and foremostly, I want to say thank you. I want to say thank you to Margarita um, for being the one person that I needed in the moment of need. You know, I chose to surrender. And um, it was Margarita's heart and the entire family, actually, that kind of welcomed me in and offered to pray for me in um, a moment of need. And it was opened up to me that other people at the church, including Mark and other people, had prayed for me behind the scenes, which I didn't know about. <laughs> so um, in terms of God, what, what I've learned is that God works behind the scenes, first and foremostly, without you even knowing about it. Um, you know, God works for our goods. And if God is for us, then who can be against us? I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with that bit of scripture. But we're fearfully and wonderfully made, absolutely. All of us here, I believe, have been chosen for a purpose, on purpose, for God's purpose. Now, in terms of my own sexuality, I will speak out loud about this. Because the Bible tells me neither Jew nor Gentile, slave nor free, male nor female, we are all one in Christ Jesus. We are all one in Christ Jesus. So I don't identify myself with my sexuality. I identify myself as a Christian, as a follower of the way, first and foremostly. Yes, I have attractions. I'm not attracted to many females. I'm not attracted to that many men, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I know it's a children's service. So I'll stop at the UPG version rather than go to the 18 version. <laughs> um, other pieces, you know, that came to my mind, you know, we... We were knitted together in our mother's womb. You know, God does know every single hair that's on our head. And when God knows that amount of intricate detail about ourselves, what I've got to realize is when I judge myself based on the opinions, the misinformed opinions of other people a lot of the time, I'm judging myself. Therefore, I'm saying, God, you don't know how to do your job. Now, is that a conversation that I want to have with God? Probably not. If I'm good enough for God, then I'm good enough for me. That's what I need to remember. You know, each of us, 
every single one of us here, but this society, this world has been set up in such a way that we judge ourselves, we tell ourselves that we're not good enough, we're not worthy enough, that we can't do this, we can't do that, that we're not able. That's not what God's word has told me. You know, God's word has told me that I am enough. You know, and if I'm good enough for God, I should be good enough for myself. But I don't tell myself that all the time, you know. I'm no angel, I'm not perfect, I stumble and I fall, but that's what I tell myself in my head, and that comes from something else that's not of God. You know, if there's a higher power, there's most certainly a lower power, because I came that close to meeting it. And it was because of Margarita and that first initial prayer at that house that delivered me. So I could stand here and sing, I am a child of God, and I am a child of God. You know, thank you. Um, yeah, thank you, Jack. That was great. Um, and yeah, we are all part of God's family. We all have a special part to play. Without each of us here, then there's a hole that's missing. Um, so yes, just to value the people in this church. Um, I don't know if you've ever been blown away by a sunset or a view of nature. Um, I always find it, um, it completely resets how you're feeling. It relaxes you. You just, um, I know that if we go up to, we, we're lucky enough to have a, a view from our bedroom out over the water. And if you're ever feeling stressed, you can go up there, and as soon as you see that, it just relaxes you. Um, so I've got a picture of nature here. This is the aurora. I don't think this was taken from fresh water. Um, but it is an amazing view of nature. Um, now, the God that created that scene has also created us. Now, when God looks at that scene, I think he does see the beauty in it. He does know the beauty in it. Um, it's part of his amazing creation and his um, infinite diversity that he can just um, lavish the landscape with. Now, the Bible tells us um, in Genesis, it, said, it says that God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Man and woman equally in the image of God, as were made. So, out of all creation, mankind is the jewel in God's crown. So he has separated us from creation. Somehow, he's placed in us the image and reflection of God. So when we see this, this can reflect some of the creativity of God. But actually, the people who created reflect some of the image of God, some of that creator's heart. So although this image is amazing, I challenge you that how would you compare this image to so, <clears throat> so yes, this is most of you know Joyce 
This is an image of Joyce next to an image of one of those sort of most beautiful scenes in nature that we view. And I'll challenge you that Joyce is more beautiful and more amazing than this aurora. Um, I've got another image of nature. So this is an amazing lake scene from Canada. Um, just the, the mountains, the snow. It's another amazing scene that God has created. It's totally different to the first one. Um, I've got another picture up here. Let's see who it's going to be. So... <laughs> So at the other side of the scale, we've got Simi in the church. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Looking at Simi. Yeah. <laughs> Josiah. God knows his name. <laughs> um, so yes, even though Josiah is young, um, is only a year or so old? Only two. <laughs> I should do my research. <laughs> Um, the S, even though Simi is only two years old, Josiah. even though this child, <laughs> yes, I'm not very good with names, um, it's not one of my gifts, <laughs> um, so this creation has been happening for millions and millions of years, Josiah is two years old, but before creation was started, Josiah was being designed and created in God's eyes. So yes, I'll put it to you that Josiah in God's eyes is more, has more value, has more beauty than the whole of this scene here. Um, so there's another person in this church who is going to appear on this. So you don't know who you are yet. <laughs> I just want to worry people. So we've got another scene here. Um, so this is called the, the Crab Nebula. It's called the Pillars of Creation. So this scene is a, is a completely different scale. So this is millions of light years across. Um, this formed so many billions of years ago. Um, but yes, it's amazing that they, this is a cluster of clouds, um, a cluster of stars that, yeah, look to us like clouds. Um, it's hard to imagine the scale of this. Um, it's awesome. But yes, I want to put it to you, that this person, <laughs> is also more awesome and more beautiful and has more worth than this nebula. Um, so the idea with this is that when you do see a sunset or you do see something awesome in nature, then you reflect that actually God sees you with more beauty and more worth than the whole of that scene that you're seeing. Um, I can see you guys down here are making some beautiful creations. Does anybody want to share their creation? Oh, come, Simi, share. 
This is Simi. Simi, am I allowed to lift you up so the people at the back can see? Is that okay? Move forward a bit. Simmy, what have you created here? Well, I've created sort of a research boat. And what it, the reason I've got here, this bit there, because it can spin, it's to bash any rocks in the way so it doesn't sink and there's some, like, protectors. And if it's on an attack, it can just launch some TNT. Wow. <laughs> a boat that has everything. Some TNT. That's amazing. Um, and what are you researching again? What was it researching? Was it rocks and things? Oh, yeah. Like new shiny different gems. And if there's any rocks in the way, you can just bash them apart. You can bash the book. That's fantastic. Thank you, Sunny, for sharing. Well done, you. Did anybody else want to share their creation? Don't have to. Right, Josiah has got some nice bits of Lego there. What you got, Josiah? No, okay. <laughs> no, that's okay. He's allowed to. He's nearly two. That's what they're supposed to do. Um, I want us just to think about this again. I'm sorry, I'm going to keep coming back to this because I think it's really important. Um, Psalm 139. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. Now, the gingerbread men that you have with you has just the second part, verse 14. Um, and I have to confess to you that, for me, this is not true. I praise you because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Now, I love praising. I love worship. For me, when I am praising and worshiping God, that's where I feel like it's me, true me. I just, I love it. And I would want to do it forever because it just makes me feel amazing because that's what God has created me to do. And so when I am doing that, I'm doing what God has created me to do, and that's why it feels so good. I praise him because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Your works are wonderful. I know that full well. I don't. I will be honest with you. I do not know and believe that I am wonderful. I do not believe that I have been fearfully and wonderfully made. And that's, <laughs> that's awful, isn't it? To, to say, I, I, I just don't. There are times when I look at myself in the mirror and I'm thinking, my goodness me, <laughs> what? look at the state of you. Um, when I've done things... My parenting, I, I question it all, and I don't believe I'm doing a good job. Now, I'm not saying this because I want you all to go, oh, no, Sarah, you are. What I'm doing is I'm just trying to be honest with you and show you that if I really understood this, it would make such a difference in my life. Because I am wonderfully made. When my mum was pregnant, she didn't want me. She didn't want to be pregnant. Um, she kind of ignored it for eight months and then obviously couldn't. Um, and then I was born and she wanted a boy. And I wasn't, I was a girl. And so my mum was dis disappointed in me and what she had. But you know what? God wasn't. God knew before she got pregnant. God knew me 
when I was in my mother's womb. And he wanted me. He didn't think I'm a mistake. It wasn't um, something that shouldn't have happened. I should be here because God wants me here. And he wants me here because I've got a purpose and something to do. And that goes for every single one of you. And guys on the floor, that goes for you as well. God loves you. He wants you here. And he wants you here for a purpose. So that is our true identity. And I've gone completely off my notes. I'm not sure where. I'll pass over to Rob. It's always good to do that. (laughs) Um, So yes, you can always help me in... um, Telling my wife that she is beautiful and reinforcing that. Um, so, yes, when you go and see her for coffee afterwards. <laughs> I'd just like to embarrass her a bit as well. Now, I think we've got some little clippy. Got the little clippy bit and stuff. Um, um, So one of the things that we want from today is to to not have God's word go in one ear and out the other ear. And we want ways to make that stick as much as possible. And we want takeaways from this. Um, So we don't want you to leave here without taking something away. Um, So we have got some nice gingerbread men, but... In order to get a gingerbread man, first of all, um, we want someone to come up, and we've got some takeaway truths. Um, So I want to ask um, who will come up and get a takeaway truth. Um, So the incentive is that there's a gingerbread man as well. If you're a child and you've got your piece of paper, then you can bring a parent with you as well, if you like, because they might need to help you in a moment. So yes, we only have a limited number of takeaway truths today, (laughs) physically to hand out, but you can take all of them away yourself. So who's got... Takeaway truth number one. Um, what we want to do is to get people reading out these truths out loud in church. Because I think there is power when people read things out loud in church. And not just me and Sarah, just all the people who come along, the family of God. So I'm going to pass the microphone across. I won't guess your name because I'll get it wrong. You know my name, really. Oh, thanks, Mark. Yeah, okay. Truth number one. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Truth number two. I am uniquely created by God. Truth number three. I am created in the image of God. Truth number four, God created me to have a relationship with him. 
Number five, God has great purpose for me. Truth number six, God has given me gifts to bless others in the family of the church. I am not a mistake. I was chosen by my God before the creation of the world. I am irreplaceably significant. I may feel overlooked, but the world know. But I'm not by God. But the, I'm. I may feel overlooked by the world, but I'm not by God. He sees and knows you. Only God has the right and authority to tell me who I am. I'm not defined by my past and my actions. Thank you, everyone. Um, so I know we have rattled through those really quickly, and there are some just amazing, awesome truths there that we could just repeat again and again and again for them to actually begin to sink in. Um, thank you so much for being brave and coming up and sharing. Um, you can go and sit back down. Yeah, so we've, we've just read out some of those phrases um, which we want you to take away with you. Um, now we could go back over and read them out as a whole church. So let's rewind the slides so everybody gets a go. So the first one, are you ready? I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Number two, sorry, I am So these are all meaty truths. These are all good food for us to eat and that will nourish us. Um. So what we're going to do now, you have the um, gingerbread pieces of paper with you. We're going to spend some time listening to um, a worship song. And I mean, I, this is one of my favorite songs. Um, I think it's one of those songs that you can listen to over and over again. Um, oops, because there are just amazing things in it and it speaks to me every time. Um, what I'd like you to do, if you're able, is to just to sit quietly and think about what you could write on here that is true. You are fearfully and wonderfully made by God. What does that mean? What does that look like? 
What are some of the takeaways you are going to take with you today? We can come along every Sunday and listen, think, oh, that's really lovely, I like that, it's nice, and then go, and that's it. Or we can come and just spend some time in God's presence and allow his Holy Spirit to talk to us and help us to understand. In the songs that we sang earlier, it talks about God's word being powerful and um, kind of speaking life into that that was dead. God's word is powerful. And we have been reading and hearing about God's word this morning. So what is it that you can write on here that really will bring to life something about who you are in Christ and what that means to you and what you can take away from it? If you haven't got one of these and would like one, um, please put your hand up and I can go and bring you one. If you need pens and stuff, they're down at the front. Um, So yeah, if we can have the video, please. Yeah, Lord, I thank you that um, even our physical bodies glorify you. Our bones, um, yeah, our, our faces, our, our hearts, um, our biology glorifies you. But yes, you've put into us, you've breathed us into us your life. Um, we have souls and, yeah, we want to glorify you with all that we have. Um, just wanted to invite Angus up. He wanted to share something with us as well um, from his week. So, Angus, if you want to just you want to share with us. Good morning. It happened uh, last Sunday when when we were at Habtrudulian, and Lars said, um, "Why don't you go find someone to pray for each other?" And I decided to sit on my own and just have that one-to-one conversation with God. But I felt he just picked up a cloth of water and he washed my face clean. Well, um, I just reminded me that I'm no longer his slave. I'm a child of God. I I pray that when you find those times during the week when you think that God is not there for you, but he is there. He is there. He's watching where you go. And I just want to encourage you because he's there 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and he wants to wash your face clean. Because my face this week was dirty. I was digging out tree stumps. And it's just like, oh, yeah, thank you. Thanks, Angus. Um, Sarah, if you'd just like to finish up. Um, Philippians 1.6 says, Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. I thank you, Lord. Wow. Help us to soak that in, Lord. And what an impact that will have on our everyday living that it will impact on our relationships, our marriages, our everyday life, the way we respond to struggles. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that you have created us for purpose, with great value, 
that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Thank you, Father God. Amen. Wow, what a superb morning, eh? Absolutely superb. I just want to prophesy to you two. I feel what you've done today and what you've said today is a, it's a declaration from you, your marriage, your family. It's a, it's a, in itself, it's a prophetic declaration. You're taking a stand. What you've done is taken a stand. And you've done it publicly and you've led us into truth today. Superb truth. The Lord will honour your stand. He will honour your stand. There were moments, Rob, as you began to talk about the love of God for individuals. And I could see, if you'd have led it, it would have gone, wouldn't it? <laughs> and you were communicating God's heart to us. I just want to honour you. And Father, I want to thank you for Rob and Sarah. I want to thank you for their family. I want to pray your blessing on them as a family. I want to pray that the hand of God would rest upon them would protect them and guard them. Lord, we love them. We thank you, Father, for the gifts that they have shared with us today, your gifts, their honesty, their openness, their vulnerability. Father, I pray your protection over them, even today, as they walk on from this place. May they know the grace of God being lavished on them as a family. And Father, for each of us, we just receive this word from you today. Lord, we receive it. Lord, and we resist the enemy that would want to steal it from us. Lord, may it go deep within us deep within our spirits and our, and our natures. In Jesus' name, amen. Can we thank them? Come on, let's thank them. Wonderful. So good, so good.